0: Hey there. Hi there. Ho there. My name is Alan Carter. Thank you so so much for spending some of your time with me today. The Prime Minister just wrapping up a press conference just in the last couple of minutes, um, talking about his recent conversation with the President of Ukraine. We're just getting that for you. talked about uh, speaking with the President, uh, President Zelensky and also what he's going to be doing next week. Here he is talking about his conversation with President Zelensky.
1: Yesterday evening, I spoke once again to President Zelensky uh, and uh, shared with him my deep concerns uh, for the dangers of Russian attacks on the Zaporizhzhia nuclear power plant. Uh, obviously, uh, we need to see uh, great care taken and a de-escalation of violence in general uh, in, uh, in Ukraine, but specifically, Around nuclear power plants that would be a compounding uh, level to this crisis and uh, and problem uh, that nobody wants to see and uh, we certainly hope uh, that that will uh, that will be the case moving forward
0: Also said that he'll be traveling next week to Europe
1: next week I'll be traveling to the United Kingdom to Latvia to Germany and Poland to meet with partners and allies we'll of course be discussing uh, how to continue to support Ukraine how to strengthen democratic values around the world and how to stand up even more for democracy to stand against uh, Russia aggression uh, and to work very hard on combating the kind of disinformation and misinformation that we know is uh, a facet of day-to-day life these days but a particularly strong facet of uh, this conflict, this war in Ukraine.
0: That is Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, who just spoke just a few minutes ago about the situation in Ukraine. All right, let's turn our eyes to what's going on at Queen's Park. And the big news, of course, is that Christine Elliott, the Deputy Premier and Minister of Health, will not run for re-election. She will remain in her post until the writ is dropped for the election, which is June 2nd. To talk more about it, Sabrina Nanji joins me now, covers uh, Queen's Park. This much of a surprise to you, Sabrina?
2: Happy News Friday, Alan. Uh, <laughs> you no, know, I I think you know my sources, uh, like yours, I'm sure, have long been buzzing about the fact that I guess now it's come to fact that that Christine Elliott, the House Minister and Deputy Premier, uh, would not seek re-election. Um, but you know, with just a couple of months to go before the official start of the campaign, this is a there's no denying this is another big loss to the Ford government.
0: Yeah, she definitely is uh, the most high profile, perhaps the best known of his ministers. And already you have Rod Phillips, although he's, you know, he had some political baggage with a poorly timed vacation. It's widely accepted that, you know, he was a very competent front bench member. You know, where I'm looking right now is Vic Fideli. I'm wondering if he's going to run again.
2: As far as, as far as we know, you know, Vic's in um, the, the. Fidelli yellow will, will still be a fixture yeah. at, at Queens park. You know, uh, he's, he's well liked in North Bay. Uh, even folks who might not consider themselves, you know, uh, Ford, Ford supporters, they, they still like Fidelli. So I think he's still around, but you know, you're right. Uh, and I think there's a bit of a difference here with Phillips, um, stepping back and, uh, and Elliot, like, uh, I think it was a much bigger shock to the to the conservatives when Phillips left. Um, and you know, I think the the conservatives now seemed a bit more um, prepared. You know, just moments after Elliott made it official, uh, we got word from the party that they had already a, a candidate in place to, uh, you know, take her spot and hopefully win the Newmarket Aurora seat back uh, in June. Um, and that's that's Don Gallagher, who actually worked for Christine Elliott, You know, she was her campaign um, and constituency office manager. So. Uh, someone who's much uh, more lower profile and the premier kind of, you know, conceded that fact today when he did a little uh, photo op, you know, brief questions uh, earlier with with Elliot, um, you know, it was a, a, per, a very personal goodbye i guess you know early goodbye um but he said her shoes are going to be really tough to fill and in a way kind of dissed his uh his candidate slate you know saying that that uh there, there's no one better than christine elliott but you know this team now that they're they've got you know the ticket for June um, is much better than than 2018. And it's really not lost on all of us that, you know, uh, 18 PCs have either, you know, crossed the floor, uh, said they're not going to run for re election or were booted from the parties. So uh, incumbents tend to get a leg up in, in the election. So I'm sure for the conservatives, they're probably sweating a few local races right now.
0: Yeah, here's the actual clip of Doug Ford saying that raised a lot of eyebrows, this in particular. I can honestly say we have a better slate now than we did from the the previous and we have an all-star team but we're just making it better <laughs> you know it's kind of a shoot from the lip move of doug Ford. yeah it's better it's better than it was before like a bit of a slight diss especially considering the the number of conservatives that have been just chucked right out of the party all sitting either as independents why one at least one crossing the floor uh this is this is part of having such a big majority, though, isn't it, Sabrina? He's got room to maneuver on this. He, he can lose a mitt full of seats and still have a majority.
2: Yeah, you're right. And that's kind of what's happened uh, right now. You know, uh, we don't have cohorting at Queen's Park anymore. You know, the session is still we're just kind of ending our first full week uh, about two weeks back at the House now. Uh, But they were the MVPs were cohorting before. So a limited number of of people at Queen's Park. Uh, It was kind of this informal agreement between all the parties just so that, you know, uh, it would be commensurate with the party standings. You know, uh, there wasn't really this fear that opposition could bring all their MPPs back uh, and maybe the Conservatives lose lose a vote. Uh, but you know the, the majority is getting a lot slimmer. I mean I guess now uh, Jeff Urich had stepped back you know longtime MVP over in the London area. Uh, he's officially gone now after Phillips is gone but the interesting thing here is that Christine Elliott says she's going to stick around um, until June. She'll, she'll still be in the House Minister's role there and i think that that uh you know she said that the premier asked her to do that and you know it's not surprising why uh obviously we're not out of the pandemic yet there's a lot of reasons uh that we should be feeling positive uh covid wise but we're not out of it just yet christine elliott has been on this file um a steady hand uh you know guiding us through this as the premier said and shaking up this file right now so close to an election time when things are kind of going to be shaken up anyway uh you know just uh, the, the outcome of the June election, obviously Elliot won't be there anymore. So I think that, you know, her sticking around, um, the majority that they have was only a a few seats away. So I think that it's a, it's a big deal for her to stick around. And, uh, I I think that the conservatives are probably grateful for that.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because it, it, it helps them, you know, not have to try and put somebody into what is often a very difficult file. It is always a a difficult file health it is the you know the biggest expenditure that the government has and it can you know if you don't handle it well it can go very badly and you wouldn't want that heading into the election i just noticed this new leger poll that just came out Uh, this was taken feb 25 to 27 so obviously before the information we have today about christine elliott here's how it breaks down the pcs with 39 percent the Liberals and the NDP tied at 27 percent, the Green Party at three. As long as that progressive vote is split like that, I think it's clear sailing for the PCs back to majority land, Sabrina.
2: Well, politicians love to say to us, you know, the only poll that matters is the one on election day. And they're right. But, you know, there's been a lot of different numbers and uh, in the latest string of, of public opinion polling. And right now it kind of feels like it's anybody's Game, especially when it comes to you know who's going to be runner-ups between the NDP and the liberals like that's a very tight uh, race right now but most people I've been talking to even people that wouldn't consider themselves um, conservative voters they're pretty forgiving for uh, the, the Ford government and the handling of the pandemic it's the vibe I'm getting is like well you know they they did their best um, and it wasn't perfect, but I think that also kind of speaks to the opposition party having trouble getting their message out there, getting their message across um, in a pandemic. Nobody really wants to hear from the opposition. We really just, you know, care what the people who are in charge, the power that the powers that be, what they're saying. So, uh, and, and you know, even in, in these times, uh, what with everything that's happening around the world, um, it, it does feel like even the good news that's coming from the Ford government. There were some worker-friendly announcements uh, that that came this week, you know, some interesting platform proposals from the opposition parties, and even they're having a hard time getting headlines these days, but you know, the campaign is getting closer. So, uh, expect to hear a lot, a lot more about it from the parties.
0: Sabrina, always great to talk politics with you. Really appreciate it. Have a great weekend.
2: Thanks so much for having me Alan.
0: Well, lot to digest lot to think about in terms of politics in this province. You know what i like to think about? I'd like to think about 15, 16 degrees coming on Sunday. Nice and warm. Rainy, possibly, but wait a second. Hold on. Don't put away that sweater. Don't put away the boots. Anthony Farnell says, March has still got winter in store.
1: Overall, the pattern for much of the month looks below seasonal for mm. central, eastern Canada. So we have uh, a lot of cold on this map. And uh, the big question is, does it come full bore in here for a few days? And and that's a possibility uh, by not this weekend, but the following weekend. Uh, but either way, it looks like there's more chances of snow, cool conditions.
0: Oh, good. Stick with us here on We'll have all your news throughout the course of the day. What's going on with uh, Dr. Tam at 1 o'clock? Jeff MacArthur is up next. My name is Alan Carter. Join me on TV tonight at 5.30. We'll talk again Monday at noon. Be well.